0: Hey everybody, welcome to the third episode of VP Talk. I'm Joe on my brand new microphone and with me is Coach Dan Carignano. What's up, Dan? Hey, it's me. Uh, Yeah, we're fired up about these
1: microphones, so uh, definitely going to feel the energy in this podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about getting started, whether that's in the gym or other things in life, getting started in general.
0: But first, Dan and I are going to do a little icebreaker game. I'm going to ask Dan a question, and we're going to see how he responds to this. I really like this question, by the way, that I came up with for you. I'm excited to hear <laughs> If you could have dinner with any person, dead or alive, who would it be and why?
1: That is an excellent question. One person to have dinner with, dead or
0: alive. You can tell a lot by a person by this question. I think so, too. Um,
1: first name that immediately, as soon as you said, if you could have one person, I wanted to say Jimmy Fallon. So I don't know if that's the one I'm going to go with right away. I think because he has so many stories that were heard, but were never confirmed. I think I'm going to say Derek Jeter. Jeter. I know eh. I switched up tracks on you. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. So I think there's a lot of rumors about Derek Jeter and a lot of things. And if he's allowed to tell me, is he allowed to tell me these, these yeah, No. Yeah. It's completely open. He's got to be transparent. Yeah. Oh, Derek Jeter. hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Who would you pick? I was going to go Michael Scott. I thought you were going to say Michael Scott.
1: Who would you have picked on your
0: dinner guest? Michael Scott. You're going to pick Michael Scott? Oh, 100%. Scott? I yeah, feel that's, like
1: a, that's a character in the show. Does that count? It's anybody. Is Steve Carell coming?
0: No, it's literally yeah, just Michael, Michael Scott, Scott, Michael Scott, not Steve Carell.
1: I don't want to eat them, right? I don't want Derek Teter. I was thinking Good question,
0: Joe. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so getting started. At VP, what are some things, Dan, we do with someone that walks through the door?
1: So when you first walk through the door, we understand that in the gym it could be a little intimidating. You see some people with barbells, uh, some people are upside down, throwing weight, chalk, you know, yelling. So we understand that um, coming into the gym, it might not seem super approachable. So that is our goal to make our gym super approachable. When you first walk through the door, uh, we have someone behind the desk. We greet you. We say, hey, what's up? How are you? Uh, We... We get your name. We're seeing what their goal is from walking through the door. So, first thing we try to do is give them uh, a general idea of what to look for in an hour class at a gym and what they're going to get out of it, uh, and really set them up for success. So, some things we introduced um, that were were a thing before, then it kind of got lost in the in the shuffle, but. Going forward, we're gonna have intro sessions. So someone new to CrossFit, someone coming from another gym, what we're going to do is set them up with a one-on-one coach and do specific workouts where they're either on the side or at a separate time aside from class so they get one-on-one instruction on the specific movements that are kind of generalized so that we can eventually wean them on into the workouts in a group setting. So with that, in the intro sessions, you get one-on-one. So whether that's Joey or myself or Coach Billy, shout out B. Folge. Shout out B. Folch. Uh You're getting one-on-one, and you get personal feedback. So it takes that uh, intimidation factor right out of the gate because it's one-on-one, and it gets a little bit more
0: intimate. It kind of gets that little of comfortability he, in, in the gym.
1: Yeah, sure. So one-on-one, obviously, you get a, a, you build a relationship with that person, uh, trainer, and you can really uh, – ask questions, you know what I mean, anything that you might want to learn or want to know. We talk about nutrition. We talk about things we can do to set our success for not being sore, uh, what to do if we are sore, stretching, things like that, uh, on a one-on-one basis because sometimes in a group we do our best, but when there's 10 people in class, you know, uh, you might not be getting as much attention in that hour. So that's the first thing. We set up intro classes. You have about four to five of them. The fifth one would be... With that coach, that one-on-one coach, whoever you have, you're going to go into the group class and you're kind of going to have like an assistant coach during it, helping you throughout. So not just throwing you to, quote unquote, throwing you to the wolves, but uh, having that integrated system so you still feel comfortable and it's like you kind of can look at your coach and say, uh, what am I doing here? And uh, give you that personalized feedback still throughout that group setting. For your first month of intro classes, you're going to have that coach email you workouts of the day with your tailored uh, versions of what you're doing. So a lot of times if it's clean and jerks or snatches and toes to bar and handstand pushups, you might read the workout and you'll be like, what is this? What am I doing? Uh, and again, you might be intimidated. But if you're getting an email from Coach Joey or myself uh, it, and it's saying exactly what you're doing, it Eliminates that intimidation factor, and
0: you have an idea of what you're doing when you walk through the doors. Yeah, uh, Billy actually did my intros, and he really helped me feel comfortable with all the movements that I never learned before before doing CrossFit and everything.
1: Do you want to talk about what what were some specific things he did in those intros?
0: Yeah, so I would come in at 12 o'clock when we had the 12 o'clock class in the summertime, and he would spend a little extra time with me, you know, going over snatches or something, and whether that's just, you know, during the strength portion of the workout, he would just make sure I felt comfortable with the barbell, and then if there was a snatch workout that day, he would have me just do the barbell that day, you know, just so that I felt comfortable, and then eventually we added weight and everything. And I think that was a very good thing for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and Billy does an excellent job. Shout out B-Folge once again. Uh, does an excellent job with uh, beginners and making it
0: super, super,
1: super approachable as far as the workouts go. So uh, that's our goal out of that. Um, we have done where before if a coach was coaching class we kind of just threw members into the class and kind of scaled it as they went but again that isn't as high of a success rate as we feel as the intro one-on-ones are going to be so we're really pumped up definitely about um, the system we have in place for new members and people that want to sign up when you come obviously you have an option we have a boot camp workouts and we have CrossFit so when you come, you can make a decision. Do you want to do CrossFit or do you want to do the boot camp workouts? Boot camp workouts are awesome. Different. They are. We've had a couple of CrossFit members do the boot camp during our bingo challenge, and uh, we had some funny experiences, <laughs> that's for sure. Shout out, Tiff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a little bit different of a workout, uh, and it's awesome to mix it up. But, again, you can pick. You're like, If CrossFit doesn't interest you, you can just get an excellent workout uh, for the boot camps. So the choice is obviously up to the person that walks through. Also door. if
0: you do a, a different class than you're used to, you know you get that box checked off a of bingo. There we go. Keep
1: a keep at it with the bingo boards uh, as a reminder. You get all the bingo squares, you get a free month at Violent Performance.
0: So in saying all that, what would you tell a person that's a, maybe a little timid or doesn't think that it's the right time for them to start CrossFit? What would you tell that person walking in the door?
1: There's never going to be a better time than the present. A lot of times we've had people talk. They say, oh, I'm not fit enough to do CrossFit or I'm not in shape yet. But that's like saying you're not flexible enough to go to yoga, right? To like making an example, you go to the gym to get more fit. Everybody you, starts somewhere. You go to yoga to get more flexible. The goal is obviously to – to get better at it. So there's never a better time. One of my favorite quotes actually is the best time to plant a tree is 30 years ago, but the second best time is now.
0: So quote.
1: hindsight is always 2020. You can always start, wish you started before, but the second best time is now. Um, so you're never going to be hundred percent ready other than the fact of just going in and starting. You got to start somewhere with what you got. So I would say, come in, let's work on it. Again, everything's going to be tailored to their needs, whether that's injuries in the past or current fitness levels as far as cardio goes or flexibility. We can definitely work with a person one-on-one. So I think we've had a lot of stories where people would come in and they say, oh, it's not that bad, or I had a different idea in my head, whether that's watching the CrossFit games online uh, or YouTube or ESPN and seeing those beasts get after it, you know. It's funny. They'll be like, oh, I can't do that. And I'm like, I can't do that either. Yeah, <laughs> like They're monsters. I'm like that's, that's like watching the Super Bowl and saying, oh, I can't do that. Yeah, they're professionals. So, um, again, getting that super approachable feel, just come in. Just get started. And that applies to other things in life as well. Uh, even the story of how I started CrossFit. I know I shared an Instagram post. Um, I think it was last year. But I started CrossFit. Uh, actually, Ronnie Melandro, shout out Ron. Shout out Rondro. <laughs> uh, he, he was like, hey, Dan, There's this, we kind of work out like this, but there's this cool thing. It's kind of called CrossFit, check out these workouts. So we just started kind of doing it, and we didn't belong to any CrossFit gyms. We just did it at either home or at the gym we belong to. We did it on the side. I got a couple buddies to do it with me, and we just started kind of doing it, watching on YouTube, uh, going online and doing CrossFit.com workouts, and different type of things, and I kind of taught myself, Uh, and I had a couple of buddies that wanted to get after, and it was fun. It was a kind of way to be competitive, so I did that for about a month, and then I saw a local gym was doing a competition, CrossFit Off the Grid, and I signed up for it, Uh, and looking back, I was like, that was one of the craziest things I've
0: ever did. You just ripped the band-aid right off.
1: A hundred percent, because I had no idea what I was in for. Uh, Out of 70 people, I got 63rd, so I did beat seven people, so I was kind of excited about that, but I went into it. I had no idea half the movements i had no idea what to do and it's kind of funny to look look back at it and say i'm so glad i did that because after that day i was so in love with crossfit and working out that eventually i signed up at crossfit vineland and then i got uh certified one month into doing an actual gym so you
0: just love the energy yeah
1: absolutely so um if I didn't just get started and if I put it off, I don't know if I would be specifically here in, at, right now. So super excited that I just got started. And there's other things, even the story about this podcast. We just got started. We were never ready. We didn't even have a microphone yet. We just literally hit record on an app. Started on the phone. Yeah, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Now we're here with two is mics. That a, is that, can <laughs> we say that That's a big that yet, that's I don't know when we start getting paid for these podcasts, but uh, Fit Aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm tricking Fit Aid right now, so we're not—it's not a sponsor
0: yet. Not yet, Fit Aid.
1: If, if anybody from Fit Aid's listening, if you want to send it out, my Instagram is at uh, t We're here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, definitely touched on getting started and everything, and what like what you said about your story. I just started working open gyms because you know Ron and everybody. Bought this place, so I didn't want to be that guy behind the desk that didn't do it, know anything, or didn't do it. So, you know, working with B. B Folk again. Shout out B. Folk again, you know. He uh, really helped me with the comfortability and everything. And then, you know, once I started getting that week down, that two weeks down, everything really started to come together. And I'm really happy that, you know, I made that decision to get yeah, started. Yeah,
1: sure. You kind of were thrown into the mix. We were like, hey, uh, your cousin just bought a CrossFit, gym. If you want to work here, let us know. And I actually had no experience in CrossFit before.
0: I, I honestly didn't have a choice, he, it was...
1: Yeah, it was kind of a forced decision, but nonetheless, uh, got certified and we were rolling. So, yeah, definitely getting started is key because you can definitely overthink, you can think you're not ready, but when you see that the best thing is getting experience and getting yourself out there and, pu- and making decisions and sharpening the tools
0: necessary. Always sharpening that axe.
1: Always, you know... Uh, And you'll find people that they just get started too. Uh, There's not too many stories where a person of excellence or a business or a company started and they're like, yeah, we waited super, super long to roll this out there because we were working on it. It's kind of like you roll something out, you get a project out there, you roll a product, you get feedback on it super
0: early and then you make your tweaks. So Honestly, you just get that first couple weeks down, that first week down, two weeks down and before you know it, you're six months in and you've never felt better.
1: Absolutely. And and starting and talking about fitness, it's all about building momentum. and. It's super easy to build upon something once you've started, but if you, if you don't start, it's kind of like it builds that negative momentum or it just becomes that harder.
0: I read a thing where it said if you do something for 21 consecutive days, then it then becomes a habit. Yeah, absolutely. And then after that, you're like, oh my gosh, if I don't do this today, something yeah, feels off. So they actually talked about
1: Jerry Seinfeld one day. Someone asked him, they said, how do, you, how do I become a comedian? What should I do? He said, write one joke a day. So he said, once you write a joke a day, mark it off on the calendar, put an X. And you do that again, and you do that again. And then after a month, you're looking at all these X's, and it becomes momentum. Now you do three months, you see all these X's, you're like, oh, I have to do this, you know? Yeah. I started from, from ideally nowhere, I'm just doing it, I'm forcing it, and it's momentum. Now you look back and you're like, it's gonna be harder to break that one day, like, and bringing up, like alcoholics, Alcoholics Anonymous, you get those chips, right? It's harder to break that chain, because of the momentum, right, you see that you're 90 days sober, one year sober, five years sober. Right. It's going to be harder to have that drink or whatever that vice is. Uh, so equating it to something positive, you can use that with fitness. Positive Once that ball momentum. gets
0: rolling, it doesn't stop.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Snowball effect, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So we're talking about some upcoming projects at VP, February 22nd, Saturday, Billy Folgenetti is going to be running a gymnastics seminar. Uh, So we're pretty excited about that. That's 10 a.m. That's after the eight and nine classes. So feel free if you want to work on some kipping stuff, if you want to have any specific needs as far as toes to bar, muscle-ups,
0: pull-ups. Billy is a wizard at that. I know he wants to see everybody, not just on Wednesdays.
1: Yeah, so this is an opportunity to see our loving, loving coach. Shout him out a lot
0: this episode.
1: Yeah, Billy's getting a lot of love. Can't wait to have him on here. He doesn't know yet. He but. doesn't know yet, but
0: he's, he's going to be on here. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So that's February 22nd. Mark your calendars. If you're a member, that's free. Um, going forward, keep up with the bingos. The monthly challenges are back. So they are only as good as the effort you put into them. So if you don't put much effort into them, you're not going to get much out of it. But uh, keep with it. We've had some fun things happen so far. And you get to see a little bit of magic. You know, that extra work you put in really pays off. So... Joe, I think that's all for this episode. What do you I, think?
0: I think we did well. I think we did really well.
1: Yeah, I can't believe we're still here. Episode three. We are now on Apple Podcast. Please do not freak out.
0: We will do that for you. But we still are on Podbean.
1: Yeah, so like, subscribe, refers to a friend. Let's keep this thing going. Super excited to see where this podcast takes us. Uh,
0: and as always, keep
1: getting after it.
0: VP out.